You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 286. In this episode, I'm doing a client case study with Tanya Blanco on how she reinvented her business and grew her income. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's episode is a client case study with Tanya Blanco, who is a communications expert and helps soulful women unleash their zone of genius and communicate in an authentic way in life and business. Tanya had worked from home for many years, but her business was starting to drain her until she created a successful online course and realized that she could use her own zone of genius to help women find theirs through communications. In the show notes of this episode at sigrun.com forward slash 286, you'll find links to the programs mentioned in this episode, Samba and Samba Momentum, and Tanya's website as well. I am super excited to be here with Tanya Blanco who I've known for quite some time. Actually, I think that dates all the way back to 2014 when we, or 2013 even, when we uh, met in an online course or a Facebook group online. And since then, our paths have crossed again and again. And now she's on the show to share her client case study with you. And I'm super excited. Thank you for coming on the show, Tanya. Thank you so much, Sigrid. It's really a real pleasure to be here with you today. So the way we do this client case study is that we go back to the origin of what you do today, because I have found, especially with women, that often it's something that changed in your life that caused you to start a business. Was that in your case? It was. What happened? What made you kind of think of being self-employed and or start to do some kind of an entrepreneurial path? Okay, uh, let's start that I am originally from Mexico and I live in the French part of Switzerland. So back in the time, already 13 years ago, when I arrived to this beautiful country, I didn't know the language, even if I have taken courses, French courses, and in theory, I <laughs> knew it. <laughs> but in reality, I didn't. And I was living in a place where everybody was talking to me either in English or Spanish. So I didn't have much time to practice French. Now, why I came to Switzerland is because I got married. I got married and then I had my first daughter and actually the only one and I knew one thing in my heart and that was that if I was going to be a mother I was going to be taking care of my daughter at least the first years of her life I didn't imagine someone taking care of her in terms of her 
personal education and I wanted to be there for her emotional intelligence and being. So I decided I was not going to be working the first when she was born. However, <laughs> I am a very active person. I love to do many things. So I started creating stuff and communicating with Mexico, let's to speak, through the early years when internet was coming, you know, I saw I knew HTLM, I knew how to create websites. At that time, Facebook didn't exist. So the first thing I did was start doing my wedding page. I know then my daughter was born, etc. So I was being very creative and doing a lot of work like for uh, nonprofits and a lot of stuff that I really loved. And I realized I was already working without noticing it, <laughs> but I was at home. I was at home taking care of my daughter. I was taking her with me everywhere I was traveling. I am a former journalist, so I was writing articles and doing a lot of stuff related to my profession, but not as a work. It was really because I needed that for breathing. And then I was somehow putting together two things, my own realization as a professional, as a person who is so creative and cannot be just being at home cleaning <laughs> and cooking and taking care of my daughter. That was really, really, really important for me. That was like that, that people started seeing my work and they started asking me and I was helping a lot of people without having a business until someone said, Tanya, I want to pay you. <laughs> so I started my business knowing that I didn't want to go to work into the corporate world. I didn't want to be selling myself and my life to a big corporation. I was very conscious that being a professional in, in the area of communication, the language, the perfection of the language was very important. So in French, it was no way I was going to be working as a journalist or in communications on public relations. But of course, there was the corporate world where, where English is the way to talk and to share and to connect. But no way I was going to be in the corporate. I wanted to be there for my daughter in her spiritual and emotional growing as a baby. I was convinced that the, the seven first years of life of a baby are the most important for the rest of the life. So that's how it started. Now, very interesting, I started with this mindset of, oh, I'm not going to be doing it in the good way because, you know, my French and all that. I never thought I can work in English, but I finished working in English and in Spanish. And when I opened my business officially, it was everything about the visual communication until I realized that was not enough. That was so restrained for me and for all the things I could do. And so I started my business in 2009, but it was until 2011 when I really realized, hey, this is not what I am. I'm just more than just 
a graphic designer. It's true that I am a professional graphic designer, but it's true also that I am a professional in communications with a lot of experience in every area of the public relations and inner and internal communications for corporations, etc. And I realized that mm -mm, it was like I couldn't breathe. I could see that there was more to do. And then there was a personal crisis that happened. Um, my daughter starts growing, you know, and she starts going later to school. And in that personal crisis, I find out myself trying to hold into a concept that was not for me. And that somewhere between 2009 and 2011, I lost my way in the real why. Because at the beginning, it was for my daughter to be there. But there was something that didn't click and then realize. I remember uh, Simon Sinek came to Geneva. I don't remember if it was in 2010 or 11 or around that, that time. And it was about the why. <laughs> I am doing this business for the wrong why. And then it's when I started digging in. And I moved it from just being a graphic designer, let's call it like that, web designer, to a communications agency. But with this why of doing things with real, real deep purpose. And not only thinking marketing, but thinking connection, thinking values, thinking soul. And this is how I reinvented again my business. However, <laughs> again, I continued working. And then it was lately, in probably in 2013, when I found myself like kind of isolated. And I was thinking, hey, I'm doing things like unlearning what I've been learning all my life and what I learned in university and bringing a lot of things into my work that were completely different for a lot of people and particularly here in Switzerland. And I thought, oh my God, is, am I alone in this? And I felt so isolated, like I was kind of, and then something happened. I asked the question to the universe and someone sent me an email. And in that email was this person talking about this business, online business program, but it was not that who touched me. It was because she was talking about Simon Sinek. Ah, it all came back full circle. Exactly. And so I said, oh my God. And then I dip again inside into my why. And then is when I started this adventure of learning the online business. Even though I was doing a lot of online, I didn't have that concept of online business. But I was doing a lot of online because most of the people I was working with were not the French-speaking people of my area. <laughs> I was working with a lot of... Um, Spanish-speaking people, a lot of people in the United States, and here in Switzerland, in the Swiss-German area, 
besides all my hobbies that I didn't stop at that time until again something happened. Life showed me that I needed to stop giving, 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 and not taking care of my own self. And I have to reinvent it again how I'm going to do this. I didn't write, I didn't do it right because I took the business model of an agency. And it worked, it worked for many years. This uh, new year will be, this is my 10th year in business. <laughs> but after several years, it didn't work. And then I realized that what happened is that it was not sustainable and my heart and soul asking for something else. And there were personal crises. There was even a moment I thought, I'm leaving everything in Switzerland and I'm going back to Mexico. <laughs> and life and the universe just conspires to put things together and show you that you are here for a reason and everything that happens is for a reason. And then that is when you came in, Sigrun, because we met in 2013 and uh, we had uh, even meet in person. We were masterminding, I remember, in this beautiful restaurant in Zurich and later on even in your home. And at the time, I was taking other programs. And because of this why, I went into what is my sole purpose, like trying to tracing my sole purpose without realizing I have living my purpose all my life. And I was doing all these courses on sole purpose and also uh, big programs on marketing, online marketing. And I remember there was a moment that I was like, this area that you are not on the left, on the right, in the middle, but really in the middle and not knowing if you are on the planet Earth, like what I'm doing and all these things that were happening. I, at that time, I was writing a book and I was ready to go to Mexico to present that I have received invitations and all different activities. And then a crisis came. And who was the person who was there was writing me, how are you doing? Secret. Oh. <laughs> so without, without knowing, because at that time, yes, we had all this contact, masterminding, and being in the Facebook group. I have been in Zurich, but I was in my other world, you know? And then when crisis came, and I had to take real important decisions for life, and sometimes... Like knowing I'm not alone, but in physicality, looking like I am alone. I had at the time coaches that were wonderful, but it was only business. The one who wrote me out of the blue, how are you doing? Was the room. Every time since 2013, every time I had a situation, you were there like, like an angel, you know? And so that was so meaningful for me. So meaningful. And then life continued crossing our paths. I was going to Zurich several times because of taking care of my clients. I remember meeting you the first time I think I saw you in person 
was during this meeting uh, previous to this expo. And from there, we continued crossing our paths. And I was looking every webinar we were doing from the beginning. And for me, it was a big relief because at the time, I was super techie girl. Everyone will come to me to ask me about technology. I was feeling so exhausted. So when you were doing all that, I said to myself, I don't need to know everything. I don't need to do all the research. And there you were doing the research. <laughs> I was like, wow. So that's how I started. And since then, I have been working now, I don't know from which year, with you already as a real client. In between, you gave me a couple of coachings. I remember there was uh, coaching stations and there was a lot of growing for me. One thing that was very important, I was not seeing, I can see it now, you know, like looking back, it's like my life was changing. My life was changing. I was taking huge decisions. And it was, again, this time of life, like I was kind of the phoenix, you know, going down and reversing myself. And it started in 2013. Then there was another cycle, and then there's another cycle. And this last cycle, and if we come 2016, more or less like that, that I did a lot of changes in my life. I took huge decisions. It was a real crisis. But the moment I decided to work on my own self, things started accommodating and work and business and family and life. I remember doing the Passion Aten with you several times. And I was amazed every time we were doing the Wheel of Life. I was amazed how it was moving some areas from zero to five or to seven to eight. And another year will be another complete area and another year, another complete area. And that's what has been happening. It has been a personal transformation that reflects in work and business. And how has been reflected now is that my business is changing again. Again. <laughs> now you have to explain to us, what does your business look like? Well, let's step back. I think you joined the Samba probably one of the first. We had like an inaugural class in January 2017. I think you were one of the first to sign up and I was so happy to see your name because I wanted really good participant in that first round of Samba. So I was like, oh, Tanya is with us. That's great. So what did your business look like two years ago? Okay, I was working with this agency model where my clients come to me and literally I will be managing everything in terms of communication and marketing for them online. Practically, they were hiring me as online and offline also communications manager. And so I had not that many clients, but enough to be extra busy working a lot and you know if taking your own business and managing your own business is a real work imagine managing the business of more than three persons <laughs> you know and 
what happened is I was completely neglecting my business. Yeah. So you were thinking more of your clients than yourself, probably. Exactly. And everything I was learning, new or not so new, I was applying it only for my clients' businesses, not for me. I mean, even today, my web page, I have to take it off because I have no way to really be doing the, you know, in Mexico, we say zapateros a tus zapatos. That means the shoemaker should be working on shoes. But others saying that in Casa del Herrero, asadón de palo. That means the, the man who is working with iron, they used to move the wood with wood in the fireplace instead of iron. You know, so it's what's happening with me. My business completely ne neglected. And I knew I needed to change something. And I knew in my heart something was birthing, not from there, but from before, and was trying to come out, blending these, all the areas of my life and expertise. And there was a part of my life that was very important that has to do with the spirituality. And I have been trying always to separate those areas in my business, even though my clients, you know, when I ask them, they will tell me that they were working with me because of those qualities. No one told me because you're the best in communication. <laughs> but I was trying so hard to separate them. And then when I realized I needed to bring it up, it was hard because of the crisis that happened after being over 21 years being a spiritual leader at church, I decided to leave my church and put everything aside. So somehow I needed to go through that to realize that there was okay, was not one or the other, but putting them all together. Yeah, I remember that crisis where probably 2013, 14, I knew you were a spiritual leader but I didn't know you were a spiritual leader in a church. To me, I just saw you as a spiritual leader, as a person. I'm not connecting it to a religion or anything like that. I'm talking about a, a human being who can help others also, you know, discover their spirituality and also can be a spiritual leader for, you know, and you just said, you probably were a spiritual leader for your clients, even if you didn't see it that way. And uh, this experience with the church that you had that held you back. That is obvious. And I'm so glad that we got over that hump at some point. Yes. And it has been a beautiful experience, a beautiful experience. And without noticing, and thanks to Somba and the Somba Summer School, because everyone around me, they were seeing it, just what you said. I was also in a group with one of our beautiful Sambas and Samba, Deep Samba, the branding queen. And she was telling me all the time, can you do this? Can you do that? You know? And I was in all this conflict inside until one day I accepted. And this is when things start moving. And it was, you know, like synchronicity. She told me, can you teach this? And, you know, someone gives me a challenge. Oh, that fires me. <laughs> yes, you love a challenge. You love taking on a new challenge. Yeah. And she said to me, can you teach this? And I say, yes, why not? At the end, I have also been teaching a lot all these years. 
And then two days later, or something like that, you came up with the Samba Summer School. And I knew, yes, I will do it. So I did it. And it had nothing to do with communications or branding or marketing. That is what I have been doing all this time. But it was about one of my passions. I love writing. I have been writing all my life. And through this process, I find out how writing and the power of words had helped me to overcome all these difficult situations, forgive and heal. So I blend that with the challenge that my mentor was giving me, and I create this Samba Summer School. And then I felt I need to reconnect with my mother language. I didn't know at that time. I thought that because I needed to do something there. So I did this Samba Summer course in Spanish. And at that time, I started also recording episodes for a podcast that is not launched yet in Spanish. Mm, big shift. <laughs> yes. And what happened is that something in me reconnected with that part that was aside. It was not about going to work with the Spanish market. It was about reconnecting with that part of me that is also Mexican, but also speaks Spanish and also can dance and sing and have the joy from Latin America. So that gave me somehow this impulse and realized that I have been holding to the old business model because of comfort and because the fear of not having steady income because it's very comfortable to receive every month you know an income and to start something new however i did it it was beautiful as an experience beautiful and it's like i put together and i say i but it's not me tanya this person that you have in front of you it's like everything conspired to show me that I can guide others in a very authentic way without me going into, I'm this, I am that, or you know, a label in terms of I am a coach, I am this, or I was really struggling about titles. Everyone wanted a title. Everyone wanted a title from me, and I was struggling so much until I decide I am all this. I am a writer and I'm an author and I am a coach, even never started coaching. I have been teaching all my life. I am a communicator. I am a connector. So when I own it, and it's like everything was synchronized. It happens, then it happens Samba Summer School, then I did it. And when I did it, it was beautiful. And it was the signal, yes, this is what was missing. And at the same time, I had a big shock because I was traveling around Switzerland during the time of the course. I was not even in hotels. I was in a tent making a Swiss tour with my family. And the only thing I had with me was my telephone. And then is when I realized, my goodness, 
how much I have neglected my business. I had at the moment everything with me. If one of my clients called me and said, I have a problem, I had everything to solve the problem. But I myself, I couldn't even access Google to send my results of the course. Yes. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. So to explain to anyone who doesn't know Sampa Summer School, it's a challenge. So you're not actually doing a course. Actually, I challenged everyone in Sampa to create their first or second online course. And so many took up the challenge who had never thought they could create an online course. Like you say, you were a little bit stuck in your agency model. And suddenly this opportunity comes along and you just took it. But then you had a realization that you couldn't really run your business remotely, but you could do everything for your clients. Again, the same realization. You're thinking more of your clients than you're running your own business. Yes, yes. And it was a beautiful experience because I have been running online courses since very long time. But this is the bad. I was not doing it for my business. I was doing it because I just love it. I just love it. And it was, everything was free. I just love it doing it. And it's like blending. So today, I can't tell right now that I have two businesses. <laughs> so my intention for this new year is to blend them both in one in terms of technicality and the purpose and if they are really distinctive, separate them. But one is the one that really makes me, you know, this sun that helps others to shine. And the other is the one that is there like a backbone. In between, I grow this universe, this new universe that I'm going into. And that realization, I had it just recently because again, in Samba, but this time in Samba Momentum, there was this sprint that was a non-launching where you challenge us to bring 10K for the month. For six weeks, actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it was, again, synchronicities because when you, when you shared that with us, I don't remember how many days before in our mastermind with my group, I asked them the question, what about if I offer, you know, this thing that has nothing to do with my business, but I use it as technique inside of my business to help my, my clients with branding. If I offer it, and they say, why not go for it? And I remember I just put it in my personal Facebook profile, nowhere else. And it was, I was offering a name analysis so they could learn about what their name says, the gifts they have in their names, and recognize their internal, inner, and interpersonal communication style. So I put it there and it was like, I was like blown away of the answers. But then I remember you telling us, don't offer things for what you don't want to be known for, right? <laughs> 
But it was wonderful. I mean, the results were wonderful. And then if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't see probably the connection between that and the spiritual part and the communications part that has nothing to do with the marketing communications, but the, the area now I am feeling very, very passionate about is like the intrapersonal communication, how I communicate with my own self and to really connect with my own self and to connect with others. And so when you said about this print, I was very excited. I knew in my heart, yes, I'm going to accept the, the challenge. And then the big breakthroughs and realizations came when, okay, I have actually without, I knew it, but was not that clear that I had two businesses. So I start talking and having conversation with clients and past clients, paid and also non-paid. And it was such a wonderful experience. I learned so much from them, about them and about me. And I started making sales. Really? Just by talking to past clients? Hmm, interesting. Just to talking to past clients and to actual clients that I was ready to say goodbye because I was closing my business. That was my goal when I came into Samba Momentum, to close my business. And so my learning was that my business, what the only thing needed was to be listened. I suddenly saw my business like a living being that I needed to value and respect. I didn't realize I was not valuing it and respecting, even though I had all these breakthroughs, you know, as I share with you about this, not even entering Google because I didn't have even the passwords with you know and it was beautiful because then I saw it is not one or the other mm. so the communication agency that you kind of got tired of two years ago kind of got a new life it got a new life but I had also taken decisions and these decisions I took earlier I have shared it also in, in our group in Samba and those decisions I took is stop giving some services change the way I work one very important win if you want to call it for me this year was that when I started seeing this, and I also received a lot of help from friends and coaches in my own healing, one decision I took was to give back their businesses to my clients. Because I was not just running the business, I was taking with me all stress, the responsibility, everything. I needed to give the responsibility to back to them and just be for them in what they needed from yeah. me. That's like you're turning it more into being a consultant or a coach versus you are this almost like their communication arm or their marketing uh, department for them where they can just dump stuff on you and you can change that role. So you are changing the way you do business. And it's beautiful how you've done it without actually shutting it down. It becomes something that you like doing again but in a different way. Yes, and it was very important to set up boundaries between me, my clients, me and my business, 
my family, me and my family, and me and my own self. <laughs> this is kind of curious to listen, but this was about me and my own self, what I meant by that, and help them to be together. So this is what is happening right now. So I changed the services, the way I present my work. I am creating new things. At the end, it's the same work, but with the other perspective. And I know this will be blended with the new things. I can feel it. I can see it. And it's one of my intentions. But not to, like before, like, okay, business, I don't want you anymore. I close you and open a new one. You know, it's like, hey, I love you. Thank you for all you have given me. I really value what you have given me. And I am very grateful. And I saw it in this sprint. The higher packages, you know, the higher income came from those clients that were my clients in the communications. Interesting. So they were already your clients. You were thinking of getting rid of them and closing down the agency. And in a change in perspective and change in boundaries, suddenly they were willing to invest more? Yes. And what came to me is like, as I told you before, is not one or the other. It's one, I, now I see it. This business I have right now that has been, in March will be 10 years, is the backbone, is the one that will help me, if you want to call it financially, to burn this other one. Because I got also clients from this new business that is getting born. But the difference in revenue is huge. It's huge. And so I just saw it like that, you know, like my communications agency is sponsoring me. <laughs> I love that. I love how you see that because I think you've run a business for 10 years. It's kind of normal for entrepreneurs that you get tired of it, even if it was still a good business. Like you want to do new things. And what you're seeing it, instead of throwing it away, closing it down, you're viewing it differently. I'm a certified Dale Carnegie trainer. And one of the things uh, in Dale Carnegie is about you can't change other people. But when you change yourself and you change your perspective, suddenly everybody looks and sounds different. And suddenly something that annoyed us doesn't annoy us anymore because we have changed our perspective. And I think that's what you've gone through too. And I'm curious now to know, what the new business? Yes, we heard about Spiritual Leader and your new course in the Summer Summer School project. Describe it a little bit. What kind of business is that? I would say that it's not a business, but it is a business. It's kind of tricky. It's a business because it will bring me income. It's not a business because I'm not focusing to use that to bring me financial freedom. Why? Because of the purpose. I am on a mission to inspire particularly soulful women to see the light that is inside of themselves, to bring it out and shine it, clearing away fears and manifest their dreams. And one first step that I have realized, because it's my own experience too, from all my life, 
is that all starts in knowing how we do function. And then this is the pointing that is blending both my agency and this new business is communication. But communication, our own selves. And what, for those who are uh, believers, for with universe or life or God or mother nature. So at the end, it's about communication. <laughs> ah, so the internal voice, our internal talk is also communication. Yes, how we speak with our own selves. And it's not only about mindset, you know, because yes, when we talk about mindset, we hear a lot about this inner dialogue, what we say to ourselves. That's part of it. But then it comes how we communicate with ourselves. And it's the basis for the rest of the communication because when we are talking, for example, here, you are listening and you are processing. Same for me. I am listening. I am processing. And how I'm going to be processing and what I will be getting, it will depend on the glasses I have inside of me. And that relates to communicating also with others. Of course. Like I said before, you can change your own perspective if you decide to do so versus changing other people. Yes. And then when we start understanding better ourselves, we can understand better others. And in business, we can understand better our clients, be better listeners and our families and with our environment. And then it comes the spiritual part. But at the end, it's like, hey, why we are here? And how we bring abundance. And when I say abundance, it's not just financial. It's everything good in our lives. What I call the divine plan for each one. So this first course that I did in, in Samba summer school that I talked about before, and it was like the open door for this new business to come, it showed me that I could use all the tools I have as a communicator to guide others in how to use this inner power. One thing, one tool we could use is writing. And I am a very, very passionate about writing because I know it by myself that has changed my life since I was very little. So putting all this together is about manifesting your dreams, clear away fears, shine your inner light. And what happened when we start understanding ourselves? We see our genius. We see our value, and this is my own experience. I mean, it's the story of my last 10 years in business, right? It's not about business. Business is just the result. It's about the inner self. That's beautiful, Tanya. And now we probably have some listeners curious because we talked about Samba Momentum and the sprints and the 10K sprints that you had six weeks and all your old, actually current old clients that you were planning to throw away, but actually it all changed because you changed your perspective and they wanted the higher package. What was the results of the sprints? It was amazing. <laughs> 
the challenge was 10K. I did double than that, almost triple, almost. I didn't go almost. I have the, the numbers. It was 28K, something like that. And it was just amazing. And what I realized is that when I was talking to them, I didn't have anything behind, like, I want to sell. I was there to listen. You didn't sell, they bought. Exactly. And I tell you, there were a lot of synchronicities also. Like, because I saw things or they bought things from both businesses, okay? There were even people who I consider my friends that if they come, I will never ask them for a payment because there were people writing even on Facebook, I need your help. And I will immediately go and make an appointment with them because I wanted to help them. They were my friends. And at the end, they even pay me. And it was like, wow. <laughs> it's like, wow. And then old bosses that I had when I was living in Mexico have become, we are very good friends. They have been in my course. One of them has been in my course. And then it became a coaching client. I mean, it's like, I was not even advertising that. They were coming. They were calling me. So then it's when I knew I just threw that away. No. Well, there's something magical that happens when you put out the intention. And that's also the purpose of these sprints. When I tell you this is the challenge and you said, oh, I love challenges. I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little bit like with a vision. You can create a vision that you strongly believe in. You can put it in your drawer and you can find it 10 years later. This has happened to me. And then everything is true on the vision. And the same for you. You accepted the challenge. You wanted to do it. You didn't know exactly in that moment how, but then suddenly everything comes together. Of course you have to do the work. I'm not telling anyone who's listening or watching that you can just sit on your bum and magically money will come in. No, you have to do the work. But when you energetically do the work, magic happens. And it's uh, proven again and again. And you don't have to be woo-woo for this. This is just, this is science. Yeah. And that is the description of momentum. Yes, exactly. It's been a pleasure, Tanya. It's so inspiring to hear your story. And I, it feels like your 10-year journey, creating your business out of, in some sort of a necessity or being so creative that you had to have an outlet, turning it into an agency and then seeing this all fit together on your spiritual journey and how you can now help people find their own purpose and calling in life. Isn't that beautiful how that works? I am so grateful. That's beautiful. Yes. Thank you for coming on the show, Tanya. We're going to link to your website in the show notes if anyone wants to find more out about Tanya and her work. Thank you. Thank you, Sikrin. In the show notes of this episode at sikrin.com forward slash 286, you will find links to the programs mentioned in this episode, Samba and Samba Momentum. And you will also find a link to Tanya's website. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on Apple Podcasts. See you in the next episode.